0: hey praise the lord this is evangelist valerie laurie coming to you with valerie laurie ministries and proclaiming the word of god amen today we're going to be doing our bible study and we're going to be coming from first peter so grab your bibles and come and let's study the word together Uh, let's see what we can learn about what god is saying and how we can make it applicable to our lives I hope that you have had a good week thus far. And so it is midweek. And so we just want to get this Bible study out. So we're going to be coming from 1 Peter we're going to study in chapter number 4. And we're just going to skip around a little bit. And it says, for and we're going to start at first one. So we're in verse uh 1 Peter chapter 4. It says, for as much then as as Christ have suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind for he that have suffered in the flesh have ceased from sin. So Jesus suffered in the flesh for us. He took on flesh. He took on our sins in his body and he had not committed any sin so for him to take on the our sins in his flesh and he was god incarnate who had never sinned before that was a suffering for him it was uh terrible for him to be separated from god dying on that cross but he had the mindset in him that he was determined to do the will of the Lord. So first Peter is saying the same thing here, that if the Lord, you think about how it was that he, he hadn't done anything wrong. And so think about how he had to make that transition, but he was determined that he was going to die for every man. He was determined that he was going to die for every human being and he was going to take that sin on. So God wants us to have that same mindset. That is, Jesus was determined that he was going to suffer for the sins of the world, that we need to have that same mindset that we are going to take on that mindset of Jesus Christ. And even if we have to suffer some things, we're suffering it for the will of God. So that's why he says for us to have that same mind. It says, for he that have suffered in the flesh have ceased from sin. So Jesus took on that, on that mindset of us. And it was for us to stop having to live in habitual sin. We got that choice that we can make, that we can even have that mindset in us that we're going to do the will of God. So you can choose whether or not you're going to lie. You can choose whether or not you're going to use tricks and beguile people. You can choose whether or not you're going to curse somebody out. It's a choice. And so uh, we can make the decision that we are going to live holy when we have that mindset of God in us. So let's look at verse two. So the question is, what are you going to choose that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lust of men, but to the will of God. So we can make that conscious choice that, yeah, I'm going to live for God. I want to be like Jesus, Jesus, please God. And I want to be just like him. So we, we get away from living the, the sins of this world And we commit that we know that there is a God who is up in heaven and we want to serve him. Amen. Amen. Let's jump over to verse number eight in first Peter chapter four. And it says, and above all things have fervent charity among yourselves for charity shall cover the multitude of sins. So we need to have a love for each other. It needs to be a strong love, a strong love that that's amongst the brethren. And the Bible is saying that when we show fervent love, deep love, committed love, strong love, it covers a multitude of sins. Have you ever noticed somebody that's always condemning? always looking down on somebody else and not showing the type of love that God intended to be shown amongst the believers well god is saying that if he could love us and he could give his only begotten son that was the love of god that's what god is expecting us is to have that grace and mercy towards others and to show love to each other and it says that it covers a multitude of sins just think about if you could just uh, have a right mindset towards others, while you having that right mindset towards them and doing good towards them, some of the things that you have done wrong or I have done wrong, when we do good towards others, we are, God is going to cut us some slack. I'm not saying we can go out here and just go sinning and all this stuff. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is, is you are a human being, you make mistakes, sometimes you just chose wrong, but when you set out in your mind to show a fervent love and a charity to somebody else, then God looks at that, yeah, amen, he looks at that, he, he looks at the times that you have bought, maybe you bought dinner for a homeless person, God looks at that, or you've paid somebody's uh utility bills who could not afford to pay their own utility bills and you helped them to keep the lights on. You uh gave somebody a ride to work or you went and bought groceries for for somebody who was in need. So that's that's showing love. That's showing your Christianity. That's showing your your faith in action. When we become the word of God that is showing the, the love of God when we become the word of God. So you don't have to always say, I love you. And one thing that I have learned about people is that don't listen so much as what people say, because people say a lot of stuff. They'll tell you that they love you, but the old adage still stands firm that actions speak louder than words. Actions speak louder than words. So when somebody says they love you, You, you just watch the actions and see if the actions line up with the words. And if the actions don't line up with the words, then that person does not love you. That person just talking a bunch of words, but here it is that God says that if we would have fervent charity towards each other, that it could cover a multitude of sins. And I know that some of us need sins to be covered. Amen. It's covered under the blood but we just need to remember to do good things towards others. Let's go to verse number 11 in First Peter chapter 4. And we're just covering some concepts that were covered here in First Peter. Some things that we can apply to our own lives. It says, if any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as the ability which God giveth that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ to whom praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So we need to speak. When we talk, we need to talk as the Bible speaks. We need to speak and let the words flow out of our mouths that are in agreement with the word of God. We need to Speak just as God says, because when we're speaking, Jesus, God spoke creation into existence. God speaks things and they happen. And because we are his sons and we are his daughters, the same way that he creates, we can create things with our words. And if you stop and you think about, it's your words. Sometimes that get you in trouble. You can speak words and you can say, this is going to happen to me and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And you keep saying it and you keep repeating it after a while that thing does manifest in your life. So what he's saying here that we need to speak, you need to speak good things over your life. I am blessed. I am highly favored of the Lord. God is watching out for me. Speak as the Bible speaks over your life and see what happens in your life. We need to speak as the oracles of God. It says that if any man has, if any man minister, let him do it as the, as of the ability which God giveth. So you don't have to measure when you're doing something for God, And there's plenty of ministries out here. All people are on the Facebook doing ministry. People are on the YouTube doing ministry. People are doing ministry through Zoom and through podcasts. People are still preaching in the churches. And the one thing that we can be assured of is that when we do ministry, we do ministry like God gives it to us. A lot of times we look and we will, we will do, uh, we try to compare ourselves or try to compete with somebody else. Well, that's not what God wants us to do. I always say, you do you and I'll do me. You do you. So that means however God gives it to you, however God equips you. And, and if you want to do something, sometimes we think we can't do uh, anything. If we don't have a lot of resources, but use the resources that you have. Use what you have, the little bit that you have. Sometimes you can give a word to somebody and just give encouragement to somebody, and you make somebody's day brighter. That is doing ministry at the level that you can do ministry. And 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 I look at bigger ministries. Sometimes they can do bigger things, but my ministry is smaller and I have to do it on the level that God has given me. I have to use the resources that God has given me to use until other people come in and they begin to help me in ministry. So I do believe that God will give me partnerships coming forward in the future that will help me to be able to do ministry. And that will be to the point that I will be able to do ministry how God has given me the ability to do ministry. So Lord God, I pray that you release partners to come and help me to spread the good news of Jesus Christ and to do good things for the earth. So I'm believing God for that. But he tells us that we need to do ministry according to the ability that is given with within us. So no matter what we do, we need to do ministry and that everything that we do, whether we speak, God needs to be glorified. When we do ministry, God needs to be glorified. Amen. So all things that we do, we do unto God. We give him praise and dominion forever and ever. Now let's go down to verse number 12. Let's see what he's saying about trials. He says, beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you. So uh, a lot of times we, uh, things come about on us, break our hearts, tear our world to pieces. And we think it's strange, but Jesus went through suffering and trials are going to come. That's the one thing that we need to encourage each other, Christians, fellow believers, your trials are going to come in your life. And so you got to get ready. A fiery trial is going to come in your life. So you got to get ready. You, you got to know that, you know, that God is going to keep you. You may have to cry through some things. You may have to struggle through some things, but when those fiery trials come, God got you. Don't think that that's strange. That is what's, what's happening that is what's going to happen to you as a Christian, because you are a target. When you want to choose and you make up your mind, the mind of Christ is in you. The fiery trials are going to come to your life because you are seen as a target. You are seen as an enemy to the things of the world. And so the targets are going to be shot at you, but you got to be able to stand. You might not be be as strong as some. Some are strong and can take a lot. And then others... You might not be as strong, but no matter what, what God wants us to do when those fiery trials come at us, we got to hold on to that bloodstained banner of Jesus. We got to call on Jesus. We got to tell God, tell God to help us through these situations. Pray unto God, let God know what's going on with you. And I'll tell you, God will come down and God will 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 speak with you. God will cover you. God will overshadow you. God will let you know it's going to be all right. You may not feel it right at the time that it's going to be all right. Your heart may be broken, but there is a God in heaven who hears the prayers of his saints. There is a God in heaven that when you have served him and you have tried to live holy before our God and to be a pleasing to him, God will rush to you. God will watch out for you. God is going to take care of you. And God wants you, if you're feeling frustrated today, hear what I'm saying in the spirit. God is going to take care of you. Yes, you in a trial. Yes, you Yes, you're coming up against the storm. Yes, you may be laying sleepless and don't know what to do, but God is going to give you that comfort to let you know that it's going to be all right. You'll be able to lay your head down and sleep because God has you. God is watching out for you. And no matter what has happened in your life, no matter what fiery trial you face right now, God is with you. So don't think it's strange when these things happen to you. The Bible says in verse 13, for rejoice inasmuch as you are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, you may be glad also with exceeding joy. So there is a time that is coming. Yeah. When God Christ is going to come back and we're going to rejoice with him. But in the meantime, when we go through this suffering, God's going to bring you out. You're going to be able to rejoice. It may not happen overnight, but it will happen. Old folks used to say, joy does come in the morning. So we believe in God for his joy. Let's turn and go to verse number 17. It says, for the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. Amen. Judgment. That means God's judgment because Jesus is getting (coughs) ready to come back. And with him coming back, judgment begins at the house of God. So God's looking at how we as Christians, how we are living. Are we living holy? Are we living honest? Are we living righteous? Are we doing things that are pleasing in his sight? not being deceitful, not lying, not using manipulation to get the things that we want. God is looking at that. And so God is saying judgment begins at the house of God. So we got to know that God is looking, looking at us. God is trying to pull a course correct on even the Christians. Make Make, make your stance right with God look at you, at how you've been living. I have to look at me, how I've been living. And God is going to judge. Judgment begins at the house of God. It says in verse 17 of First Peter 4, and it says, if it first began at us, what shall the end of them that obey not the gospel of God? So if God is going to judge us, the Christians, Lord, have mercy for folks who receive judgment who are not Christians. He says, it says in verse 18, and if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? So we are saved by grace. We are saved by Jesus Christ. When God comes in and he judges us as he judges us now, receive that course correction because the course correction is not going to kill you. It's going to make your life better. It's going to steer you to where you need to be in in a course correct. And you don't want to be to the point where you are rebelling against God and and not doing those things that God told you to do. You use the example of a of a child and a child, you'll tell them, don't do this. That's the correction that you're trying to bring to him. And the child goes ahead and does, does whatever anyway and hurts himself. He has to learn from his mistakes. So with us, while we have time, when we have issues and problems, we should learn from mistakes. They say uh, that you ought not to be fooled by the same old con or the same old tricks that you know have fooled you before. You get fooled one time, don't get fooled a second time. Open your eyes and see what's happening and stuff and not be fooled. So we need to learn something from it. So when God judges us, he's doing this to pull a course correct, to pull us into where he wants us to be, pull us into alignment with him. Pull us into a course correct where we have an abundant life in Christ Jesus. Pull us to a place where we are doing the good things for God. We are doing great things for God because we corrected the course, the wrong course that we were going on and that we went into the will of God doing what God wanted us to do because we course corrected. We felt that judgment of God. And so we, we yielded to the spirit. The judgment is going to come. If men do not repent, when Jesus Christ comes, there's going to be a judgment. We need to be ready. Now we need to, if he judges us now and he's, he judges and he looks at the things that we're doing now, we need to course correct as God is speaking. Don't let it be too late and Christ come back and then you find yourself on the wrong side. You want to be saved right now. You want to be sanctified and filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. He says, let's go to verse number 19 and we're getting ready to wrap up this Bible study. And we were just talking about concepts that were in the book of first Peter in chapter four. And so let's, let's conclude at verse number 19. It says, wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God. That means that when you're suffering by doing right, this is what he says. Commit the keeping of their souls to him in well-doing as unto a faithful creator. So when you are going through things and we know that whenever you, do the will of God, there is going to be a trial. There's going to be suffering that's going to come. But when you are suffering by no wrongdoing of your own, you can suffer sometimes when people do you wrong and you suffer, or you can suffer because you've done good and then government tries to attack you. But no matter what, when you know that you have done uh, good and you still suffer for the good things that you've done, when you haven't done anything wrong, but you still find your place, self in a place of suffering, then God wants you to commit yourself to him. Amen. Commit the keeping of your soul to him. Commit the keeping of your mind to him when you're suffering and you are suffering according to the will of God. When you're suffering, commit your soul to him, your mind and your thoughts, your heart. Commit your actions unto him because when we're suffering and we haven't done anything wrong and somebody's hurt us, your number one aim is to do evil. But As a Christian and as a believer, you want to walk in the will of God. You want to not curse your own life. You don't want to destroy the things that the Lord God Almighty is building up in you. And you want to pull a course correct. I imagine that there are many a people that have done right, but yet and still somewhere they find themselves on the wrong side of suffering for having really done nothing but they suffer because of some things that others have done they suffer they suffer harm but the bible declares to commit the keeping of your soul to him in well-doing so keep on doing good even though you're suffering It says, commit yourself to him unto a faithful creator. So God knows you. He created you and he is faithful. And just because it says he is faithful, he's faithful in his word. He will bring you out. He will calm your broken heart. He will lead you out of darkness into light. He will fight your battles for you. That's what he's saying. So we just got to commit ourselves to him. Amen. 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 Well, this has been our Bible study for the night. And it just basically, we've talked about the need to have love, to speak in alignment with God's word. Meaning that we know that the, there's going to be a judgment that does come to the church and we need to be correcting it. We need to follow after love with all men. And the bottom line is, no matter what we're going through, we need to give ourselves over to God for him to keep us through it all. And if we trust in him, he will keep us through it all. Amen. 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 Well, I hope that you have gotten something out of this Bible study, uh, coming from first Peter chapter four, as we've just gone through. And I hope that you will join me again in, uh, the study of the Bible or whatever it is that we're doing, the spoken word. We pray to God that your home is very blessed and we pray that you were blessed by this, uh, Bible study tonight. And so I guess I'm getting ready to sign off and that I want you to know that I appreciate your listening. I ask that you would subscribe to my podcast, that you would share my podcast with somebody else and help me to proclaim the word of God through Valerie Laurie Ministries, that we can be able to do great things in the future for our God. Amen. That we will be able to spread the word of God and just do ministry um, in the community and throughout the world. So we give God all the praises and the glory for all things that he's done. If you are not saved and you want to get to know Jesus as your personal savior, then let's pray this prayer before we sign off. Father God, I come to you and I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I pray, oh God, that right now, Lord, that I come to you and I'm praying in sincerity, please save my soul. I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God and that he died on that cross for my sins and that through his blood, my sins are washed away. And so if you believe that and you have prayed that in sincerity in your heart, then you are born again. I suggest that if you can find a church that is open during the pandemic, you align yourself with a church where you can go in and fellowship with the saints and you can have the preach gospel preached to you and that you can learn of God. Amen. Amen. So just find you a church. And if you can't find one, find one that's on the internet. That's really, truly preaching the word of God. And I say that, listen to my podcast and, um, uh, connect with my ministry. So to God be the glory for all things. We are venturing out into new depths of ministry and we are believing God for the promises of God. We're believing God for partners to come in and help me with ministry, to do the work of God, to do the things that God has called me to Yes, we are a very small ministry right now, but we do believe that we are a big ministry because we got a big God who walks with us. We do believe that God is going to open doors for us. And when he opens doors, he will open doors that no man will close, can close. Amen. 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 So we believe in God for good things. Tell somebody about Valerie Laurie Ministries. Help me to share the gospel with the world and become a partner so that I can continue out in ministry and do good good things uh, as the Lord tells us to do. Amen. 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 Well, this is evangelist Valerie Lowry coming to you with Valerie Lowry Ministries and the podcast of Proclaiming the Word of God. Until we meet again, be blessed and bye-bye.